Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. So we're going to talk, we're going to do some house cleaning in a second, but we got to do the proper introductions. It's the Kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished the God. Happy fucking New Year. I can't even, I can't hear you in these shits. Damn, that's not good. Happy Can New you hear year. me? Uh, yeah, I can. Damn, that's that's rough. Yeah, that's real rough. Happy uh, New Year, guys, again. <laughs> XAB can't hear me. It's a new oh, year. I got to I gotta maybe turn this shit up a little. Oh, okay. There we go. It, it, oh, there oh, we go. Shit. There we go. Now we talking. We was actually fucking around. You know how we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how we do. Playing around. Um. All right, so before we get into the all-man moment, because that officially kicks off the show, we got to do some house cleaning, because... Some of y'all probably highly confused. Some of y'all probably don't even give a fuck. Some of y'all didn't even notice. But last episode, we said that we were going to go on break December 20th. Right. We actually ended up going on break two weeks earlier. I was just about to say niggas definitely went on break like December 3rd. It was some, <laughs> or some wild shit like that. So when we was ending that particular week, I was just looking at you. You looked at me. We was like, all right, cool. We'll be back. Right. So in the midst of that, I'm going to be transparent with the audience. Uh-oh. A nigga got COVID. Oh, okay. shit. Nigga definitely got COVID. Wow. The, the vaccinated nigga on the show definitely caught COVID. <laughs> but this was at the time where everybody who was vaccinated caught COVID. So yep. I don't Left, know what the fuck right, was going front, on. Center. <laughs> at this point, everybody got COVID. But yeah, I was quarantined for, for 10 days. This was before niggas decided they wanted to switch it up, say five. Five. Um, like that's really doing time. Yeah. That, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to talk plus, about yeah. we're going to talk about the CDC in a second. But CDC, um yeah, man, I got COVID and we're actually not officially back either, so don't get right. too hyped. It's just that so much fuck shit has happened. Surprise. <laughs> we just had to address the and That's the name of the episode. Right. Surprise, surprise, nigga. Right. Like surprise cuz it's a lot happening. It's too much. <laughs> we have to come back real quick. Real quick. Right. Give y'all a little something to chew on. Yeah. Um and, and swallow hopefully. I don't. I don't even know. Surprise! <laughs> ah! I, don't, ah! <laughs> I don't even know what all that means. I'm a little concerned. That, that's what I am, though. Um, but yeah, we come back. We're gonna give you a little bit, and I'm gonna come back. We got some stuff before we officially kick off. I think this would be season three. This is definitely officially season three, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to season three of the world's most dangerous podcast on the face of the planet, stomach and the backside of the moon. So, yeah, so when we come back, it'll officially be season three. We yeah. got to drop a rollout. Right. We're going through a whole rollout mm. situation, so we're going to do that. Right. Um, and then we'll officially be back, and that'll be sometime in February. Now, we originally said February 7th, but because of COVID and all that, push some things back. So right. it will be in February, and then you'll we'll resume with the weekly episodes. Now, in the interim of that, we are going to be recording our first Patreon episode. Oh, shit. Shit. And we will start releasing the tiers so that you guys can buy that content. Which Get those will be wallets out and those purses. Let's go. Exclusive content, ladies oh. and gentlemen. You you don't get it if you don't add yourself to the Patreon. That's it. That's it. Become a member and subscribe once we start dropping those reels and those teaser clips because we got so much teaser clips. Yeah, we going in, man. We, we doing it big this year. We doing it the right way because right. I think... If we keeping it real, I think our audience deserves that. Like the people who've been rocking with us, Loyalist, I mean, yeah, five we've years been, in the making. We've been dropping shit, and people have really been responding to to the stuff that we've been putting Especially out. Especially so. the clip on your on the, you, you want to address that before we. Which get one? Let, let's talk about it. Because you've been dropping some clips, and I just I don't know the last clip 
which I seen the last, I think it was uh, so far maybe 10 or 11 comments, but there's a lot of engagement on that when, um, you know, you had the lovely uh, Naomi here and she asked that question. Oh, oh, you want, I mean, she's going to come back and okay. we're going we're okay. to have her on the show together. I can't together. wait to be here because I'm just like, he, he, but, he but fucked up. He wasn't speaking for me. What we talk about though? He was speaking for you about, you going to give up oral. I never said you was part of that. I don't know. All what right. are you giving up? What are you giving up? All right, bro. You not giving up oral? No. So you giving up kissing? Yes. What, what's your reason behind that? That's a no-brainer, bro. Bro, there is something different that happens when you eat a woman's vagina. It cannot be compared see, to See, you kissing. got me fucked up. That, that's the, see, everybody keeps getting me fucked kissing, up. Bro. When, when I said giving up kissing, when I saw that, or when I heard that question that okay. Naomi asked. Okay. It was like, what would you personally give up in terms of like, would you no longer ever receive oral sex? Or would you no longer kiss somebody? That's not how it came across. I'm That's how I took it. That's not how it came across. So someone else had put it up there like, yo, you know what I mean? Uh, you you giving up, like eating up the cooch? And I was like, nah, I never said that. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying That's if how I, it came across. I won't get my dicks up if it came to... Me giving up kissing somebody. If I have to give up like tongue kissing or getting my dick sucked, I'm gonna give up getting my dick sucked. Well, I don't even like really getting my dick sucked, but hey, you know, each his own. See, now that's different. <laughs> that's some different yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. That's some different <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't really care, but if I can't give head again, it's a problem. I'm throwing a temper tantrum. Oh, yeah, nah, nah. Head is one of my favorite things to do. Okay, all right. So, all right. So, we back. Okay. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, come on. My man. bad. I was, yeah, yeah you, I was, you yeah, I was, I was, wild. I keep telling you, I had you fucked up. up. I had you fucked a little, up. A little bit. I don't know like, why you would think that. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah We we back and we animated right. Like this is why breaks are important right. Ladies I'm eating your box Until you scream and cry And give me all of that You wanna hit them with some exotic shit Cause you was exotic poetry hey. and out the other day Hey yo my pay <laughs> Yo that inbox was crazy that night Inbox was crazy well, man, like, Ladies crazy. I eat ass yeah, Snickers, uh, right. And that's all I gotta say. I don't even have to do the poem. I don't just, eat ass, but I'll eat your box until I'll eat your pussy. I don't woo! know. Let's get the box shit out the woo! way. I'll eat your pussy until Hello. you know what I mean? You pulling, you scratching, you screaming, you yelling. That's all I'm saying. This dad has a bow ties. What if she start yelling like a dog? I feel like I might experience some shit like that. I, I don't Wait, know. What? Not like a dog like that, but some what? different shit. Like, Wait, what was the sound effects? Because that shit not going to do justice. <laughs> we need the human sound effects. Don't hit no button on that device. What does she sound like? I don't. I can't. I can't do it. Are dog. you sure it was her? Are you sure it was her? Yeah, I mean. Okay. But, you know, the thing about that, though, is it makes you feel like you're doing your job. Okay. Right? Even when she get a little, when she get a little weird. So if she starts sounding like a man, you doing your job? Why you gotta make it weird, son? <laughs> Why you gotta make it weird? <laughs> I said when she do different, yo. When a shorty starts sounding unique, that mean you hit a spot. <laughs> no, 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 don't use unique. Don't don't use that word. No. When a shorty starts sounding unique, bro. <laughs> that means you doing something. When a shorty starts sounding exotic, yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> Ubiquitous, like <laughs> sophisticated. Okay, All right. you know what I mean. It's different out here. Tantalizing. All right. All right. Let's hit this fucking all man <laughs> shit so we can get into that. Yo. Oh my oh, god. Oh, man. Oh.
Definitely sure does Philly feel really good to be employed. Mm. Because uh, that's still... Uh, this nigga say this every episode. Yeah, because I... <laughs> yo, I... First of all, shout out to my employers. I, I had several, but my main job, niggas ain't there no more, bro. It's it's, it's a lot of... It's Moving a lot parts? Of, yeah, it's a lot of shit happening. Motherfuckers getting fired and rehired. It's, it's different right now, but... I just want to say for those who are still looking for jobs, sanitation is always hiring, all right? I mean, Trash it's, gotta get it's really hard out here, nah, for real. Like, it's it's a weird, it's like a weird up and down. On one end of it, there's a hiring shortage. So there's mad niggas that don't want to work. That's it. And then on the other end of it, it's like niggas is finding a hard time getting a job that they actually would enjoy being employed to do. Bing bong. So it's like, I don't, it's really weird out here, son. Especially as a person who's hiring people. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's different. And these companies, a lot of companies are also, they are shorthanded. So the hiring process takes longer. And then in the midst of that, like niggas get disengaged. They don't want to do it no more. Right. And then they kind of want to go their own separate way. So it's just been really interesting uh, in this time. I do feel like maybe by the summer, shit going to start turning I feel, around. I feel the same exact way, yeah. Yeah. Um, I got an on, man. Okay. I don't mean to, to serious us out in the beginning of the episode, but um, I had a conversation with somebody. Okay. And she was talking about men. Okay. And she was talking about a particular situation with a man who like just wasn't respecting her boundaries. And she said this quote, and I feel like we need to talk about it. She said, like with this particular individual, I can't trust you as a friend. If if I can't trust you as a friend, then how can I trust you as a boyfriend? Mm. And for me, that hit because I don't think a lot of men understand that, son. Like, I don't think a lot of men know what that really means. That's a really, it sounds super simple, but that's a really powerful thing for somebody to say. If I can't trust you as a friend... And I don't want to go into detail of what was discussed, so I don't. Right. I'm not going to do that. But like, just in an instance of where you are dating somebody or you're talking to somebody, and you're kind of testing the waters out, and as a friend or in this dating space or in this getting to know you space, and a nigga does something that shows you that they can't even, you can't even trust them as a friend. A lot of niggas do shit like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and then wonder why the shorty don't want to take it to another level. And you know the all man here is that I just you know I always I always hate hearing stories like that and I I do want to like just put it out there that I do feel for some of these women out here and some of the things that y'all have to go through it's kind of crazy. Um so that's my all man. I got another one. Oh man, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I actually have an all man. Oh shit. Go ahead before I I do a double. <laughs> now this shit right here. This right here. This shit right here is different level. This made me feel very uncomfortable. Um, but we here now. Uh, Saturday. Um, I was off. Usually I'm not off on Saturdays, and I overheard my neighbor's son allegedly 
because it could have been sound effects. It could have been them playing. It could have been for real. But I definitely heard my neighbor's son wilding on his girl. Mm. Furniture breaking, glass shattering, yelling back and forth, stab me. If you stab me, I'm going to kill you right here. I can't make this up. I was conflicted because on one end I was like, I am a mandated reporter. I should probably make that call. But then on the other end, I'm like, the parent of the child is actually home. Mm. So where is the parent? And then after about 30, 40 minutes go by, you know, you just hear her like sobbing, like in the background. And, you know, he's calling her all pussies and bitches and hoes. And these are young niggas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of them is young. Both of them is in their early 20s. Yeah. Oh, they adult thoughts, though. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and Ain't talking about no kids. Pops, like maybe after 30, 41, walks up in the room. And, and this is shit that had me like, yeah, all, all of the, I mean, the respect was getting lost in the midst of all of that. But for him and, and the whole situation, my man walks up in the room. You can hear it through the walls. The walls are super thin. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I just want you guys to stop arguing. You know, I'm doing the best I can to protect you. I'm like, protect you? Nigga, she was getting wild on for 30, 40 minutes. Where was you? You was in the house somewhere acting like you was minding your business. Meanwhile, you hearing her yell. At one point, she was like, please get off me. And he was like, no. I was oh, nah. like, wow. Yeah, you probably should have made that call, broski. Sure. Yeah. That, but that shit was crazy. I don't know what type of parent would do that. I know that if I was in the shoes of, uh, of a parent, I 100%. The moment there's yelling and arguing, now nah, one of y'all got to go. And my child ain't going to leave, so you got to go. Right, yeah, because obviously she don't live there, right. Right. You got to go. And then me and him are uh, having a hard conversation. A hard Nigga, conversation. you can't be yelling at no young lady like that. Like, what is you doing? And you sound like they got physical. I don't... Yeah, shit was, yo, bro, shit was, bro. You, you heard shit breaking. Yeah, that, that's was wild like, for the parents to be there. It was there. He was there. And just be like, yo, I'm just trying to protect y'all. Nigga, what are you talking about? So confused, bro. It's conflicting sometimes, but nah, nah, I'm not with none of the shits. Um, again, you know, I'm fortunate that our young women have to be subjected to these things. Um, and men got to do better. Really what it is. Um, yeah, my second all man is, is just more so I don't want to go too much into detail. Uh, but I will say some people got to really understand and check themselves. You cannot treat people a certain type of way and think that things are always going to just be okay. Like there is something to realizing your toxic traits and behaviors before they go too far. Mm. Now you might think what you're doing is cute. You might think what you're doing isn't that big of a deal that you're not hurting anybody or maybe even that you're justified. Oh. Because a lot of people do uh, fucked up shit and think they're justified in doing the fucked up shit. Talk about it. All right, cool. You might feel justified in the foolishness that you partook in. However, that don't mean that niggas got to stay. That don't mean that niggas got to take that shit. So, you know what I mean? Like, Acting like you upset over shit that shouldn't upset you to the point that it does. And then getting an attitude and then doing crazy shit. That ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. it. Sounds so toxic. 
It's spicy. <clears throat> it is toxic, and people don't realize that they toxic when they do toxic shit. And maybe it's because they learning. Maybe they growing as an individual. But niggas don't have to take your toxic shit. I just hate when people know that some shit that they thinking about doing is really fucked up, and they still do it, and then the justification behind it is, I'm really, really, really upset, but I know deep down inside this shit is about to cause more harm than good. It might be no return for the shit I'm about to do, but I'm upset because the nigga got me tight. For real? Bro, there's no such... somebody go to jail or die, you living with that forever. Bro, that's the thing, son. <laughs> like, you do something toxic, and then the, the excuse is, oh, well, I was upset in that moment. It's not good enough. How many times you think niggas is going to accept, oh, I was upset, so I did right. some dumb shit? Man, fuck that. I don't care how upset you are. You, We all adults, son. Like, after, I feel like after 2022, 20, you should know better. You should know yourself well enough to be like, yo, I'm getting to a space where I might do some dumb shit, so... <laughs> Like I better just walk the fuck away. Yeah, or or just explain, yo, if, if if we don't get to a place within ourselves where we can explain our own behaviors to another individual, then we've too far behind the eight ball, bro. Right. Like you need therapy on top of therapy. It's one thing to be an individual who doesn't understand others and doesn't understand how others operate. It's another thing to not even understand yourself to the basic level, the basic you know, scenarios of who we are. If you don't understand yourself on a basic foundational level, then you, you losing, you losing. Big facts. And if, if, if your excuse to that is, yo, I can always just double back and be like, yo, I was, I was messed up. I was bugging out. I apologize. That's not always going to work. And that's not always cute. And that's not always a solution to things. Sometimes you will break China and then when you try and glue it back together, it's still got that crack in it. It's, just, it's that simple. My God. You know what I mean? But Somebody in their China right now like this nigga talking about my fucking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Niggas got to learn. But um, let's get into these topics. Once again, you know what I mean? This is not the official comeback. We just kind of giving y'all something for the interim because we are going to take longer than what we said to come back. And we also, we uh, exited out earlier than we said we would so we're just gonna give y'all a little bit because a lot of crazy shit has been happening um we're gonna start with mr west (sighs) she gave me money (laughs) when i'm in need uh kanye west is a very interesting character uh game um uh reposted uh the the record that he has (laughs) with kanye and i'm gonna just say this i said it already Kanye West has a problem where he feels like if he now gets to a, a place of like some type of higher uh, spiritual uh, revelation or he has an epiphany, he feels like after he done did some dickhead shit, whoever he did the dickhead shit to should just reconcile with him and everything should be all right. And he thought Kim was that uh, woman. Yep. And, and he got Kim fucked up. We all actually probably got Kim fucked up. Because ever since Kim passed that bar exam, this has been a different Kim Kardashian. I swear to God. I swear to God, that Kim that did that fucking tape with Ray J, that is not this Kimberly. I'm sorry. She is out of here. Kim? <laughs> she reinvented herself, nigga. Kim has ascended past Kim Kardashian. Yes, she has. She yeah. was, you know, it's funny to see the evolution of an individual in, in real time. Right. And it's, 
it's even more interesting to see 20-year-old Kim versus 30-year-old Kim mm-hmm. versus 40-year-old Kim. 40-year-old Kim is out here. She and is literally different renditions of her. 20-year-old Kim is coming off the Ray J tape. I mean it to sound like Yo, that, but, but it's the truth. I put her on, like, I put her on, I put her on, 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 I put that bitch on. 30-year-old Kim is off of uh, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Oh my God, I can't find my makeup file. Oh my God, oh God. And now we have 40-year-old Kim who passed the bar exam. Congratulations. Has been in a marriage for a long period of time. Beautiful children. Has be- and is a mother. 30-year-old Kim was still struggling with being the idea of being a mother. Correct. 40-year-old Kim has kind of fell into, all right, this is what this is about. And I'm I'm doing a good job. And then you got Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye has not evolved, bro. If nah. anything, he's devolved. Yeah. Kanye in early or late 20s, mm-hmm. we got Kanye who was producing and off of his first uh big successful project with late registration that was the first one right uh now the first one was a college dropout college dropout came before late yeah copy and then then college dropout fucked the game up right and then you (laughs) solidify your joint with late registration yeah change the game then you got graduation Mm, another one and it the list goes on in terms of successful projects from this man facts and hits out the ass god damn but personality wise it stayed the same it stayed the same if not regressed you know what I'm saying? Like, you you went from being the most popular, successful artist. Shit, everybody love him. That everybody love. Everybody. Every community. That spoke his mind. Yeah. So now you're like this dude who's running around saying, I want to I wanna keep my family together. <laughs> but every turn, every twisted turn, I see you with this, this chick. Yeah. Julia Fox. Yeah. You with Julia, and no disrespect to Julia, but I feel like he's being spotted with her like a new chain, bro. Yeah, I don't yeah. even feel like that's like a relationship. Nah, it's not. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a social relationship. It's social media based. Really. Like what I get from it is because if you remember, uh, Kanye was spotted with two women in his hotel room. That was wild. About three weeks ago. Yes, he was, and uh, the caption wrote, "Oh, they must be doing Bible study." <laughs> Why y'all putting Jesus in this? Jesus does not condone this shit. Jesus is like, nigga, get your ass back to Sunday service. So you, you spotted with, with these two shorties. Mm-hmm. And then maybe two weeks after that, now you got this Julia Fox woman as your your official girlfriend. Right. In the middle of that, you screaming out, I want my family. <laughs> right. And in the middle of that, you drop easy. Uh-huh, or you, you on easy with game. Yo. Talk about, I'm going to beat the shit out of Pete Davidson. Right. Talking about uh, God saved you from that car- crash just so that you could beat Pete Davidson. That kind of, you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> so my question is this, though, bro. Is it corny for a nigga to want to beat up? Like, if your girl moves on, uh-huh. is it corny for you to want to <clears throat> deal with this dude, especially if you think the dude is aware that you're trying to make it work out with your old work? It's corny to just not let people go knowing that they've let go. Mm. That's corny. That's how I feel. We we in the same boat. Yeah, just let it go. If someone if someone says, yo, it's over, it's over. It's over. Don't buy a house next door. 
Don't do that. Don't be feeding, talking about, I want to see the kids, so I got to come to to birthday we- party. I got to come to a birthday party. Travis Scott, if you really did that, you wild for that, bro. With all the <laughs> shit you got going on, you got to really. Travis Scott, you got to chill. <laughs> you got to really chill. I don't know, man. I just think it's, <laughs> I think it's corny. Now, I do understand the idea of, yo, me and Shorty are trying to work it out. You move. Right. You got to move. Yeah, yeah. Like, me and Shorty are actively working it out. But that's not this. <laughs> no, nah, this is not that. You don't see Kim posted up with Kanye. None of that shit. You don't see her. She supported him during the Donda release. Right, right. Which she's still a supportive mother to their children. Right. She She's going to probably always do that shit. But you don't see Kim talking about, yeah, I want my family back too. It's just this dude is goofy, da-da-da-da. No, she's not even mentioning this dude anymore. Kim don't even feel like... Um, her family was ever taken. And then she's just like, I, I've taken myself away from this marriage and I'm filing for these divorce papers to be signed, sealed and delivered. Cause I'm not yours. Stevie won divorce. Okay. I'm good. Kim is eating pizza. Literally. And, and, and not even a restaurant and pizza shops and, and regular and pizza, pizza shops. shops looking regular fucking degular with Pumas on. She took the Yeezys off. She definitely took the Yeezys off. <laughs> Saw that clip. I was like, it's over for that. Yeah. She, yeah. Pro- she, pro- she probably still got more. Uh, she probably still has stock in Yeezy. Let's not get it fucked up. She's just not going to wear it. Nah, we're talking about 40-year-old Kim. She oh. she got stock in Yeezy for hey, sure. Definitely, definitely. I, I'm, 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 I stand corrected. 40-year-old Kim eating pizza with stocks in Yeezy. Back to Julia. Do you think men try to get back at the old work by flaunting around someone new? And have you ever done that? Yeah, I, I've done that. I think mm. I think I've I think I've done that more or less out of hurt, not because I really wanted it to work with the next person. And then the person that I either was doing that with was, you know, just be honest, I probably was somebody I was already fucking or somebody I always wanted to fuck if in the event it didn't work out with my ex. It wasn't even more like a rebound. It was like this about to be a nice layup. And then we go, ooh. I'm not too sure if I've ever, if I've ever done that, like intentionally try to show off like, yeah. But what I have done, I'll I'll say this is not so much like be seen in public, but on social media, I've posted like women that I'm around constantly. Of course, a lot of us have done it. That's, I think that's the, that's the third, uh, that five B in the fuckboy handbook, yes, you know what I mean. Definitely five B. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely yes, it's definitely five. Yes, yeah, five B, right? Yeah. Like I'll post a shorty that yeah. like you've seen me with her. Right. I won't necessarily post the times that we're together. Correct. A lot of times, me personally, I don't post anything that revolves around real time I, I shit. Definitely, I know, I know that. Yeah. We 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 all know. If you're following XAB, aka creator, yeah, you X, don't know what's cooking. You don't know what's up. You don't know what's up. But I will post like. A shorty that I might or might not have been with or been talking to or is talking to. Um, and I've done that to be a reminder of you got me fucked up. Nah, I just do that like, I'm outside, nigga. Like, do you see who the fuck I'm posting? And then the fucked up shit about it be when shorty know that you hurting. And then shorty reposted too. Like, I'm outside, yo. When, shit. when the shorty do that too, that bitch don't give a fuck, nigga. She don't give a fuck. When a shorty posts another nigga, she don't give a she fuck. She definitely don't give a she's fuck. She's not coming back if she do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. If she does that, she's not coming back. She's not coming back. Just give it up. Yeah. Just give it up. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, uh, the NFL, I want to run through that really quickly. Yo, a lot of niggas lost bread, boy. <laughs> I was looking at my Facebook. Few niggas lost 2,500. 3K5. I was like, yo, was y'all niggas betting y'all life saving on this yo, game? Yo, FanDuel is the worst Fan thing that hit New is, York. I'm telling you. That shit is worse than the lotto. A lot of niggas going to be broke. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, they broke right now. <laughs> we know, ain't got it. Yeah, we ain't got broke five broke. <laughs> we ain't got it. But the Bucks lost. I will say that that was surprising. Tom Brady and the Bucks is out of here. Very surprising because Tom Brady didn't look. He was upset. It's crazy because it, they were down. It was three fine. to twenty-seven, and um, they tied it up. But then a, a field goal uh, saved Took the Rams. Yeah, they say <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> See you later. So, did, so, so in the end of them winning that game, because I didn't watch the game. In the end, did that did that tell you was the Rams the better team, or did they just did they put themselves in a position to just win that game by luck? The field goal could have been off, and then the wind, and you know the fucking foot of the play. Who knows? You know what? It's hard to say because on one end, remember, the Bucks are dealing with this Antonio Brown situation. Which is a whole nother fucking situation. God damn. So Antonio, he's been spotted with Kanye West too. Yeah, and he was a big part of their their offense. Correct. So um, on that aspect of, I don't know if the loss came from the fact that certain pieces were missing last minute like you know you got to change your offense up a little bit the week before or if it's the rams are a good team the rams the rams deserve to be where they are so right um it it's a toss up but i'm going to say the rams would have would a better team okay i'm gonna say, i'm gonna go ahead and say that okay so uh next week we're going to find out who will be in the super bowl and the two games are uh, the Bengals versus Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. and the 49ers versus the Rams. Oh, 49ers been doing some damage, y'all. They took Green Bay out. 49ers been doing some motherfucking, and, and let's not ever sleep on these Chiefs, okay? Let's not sleep on these Chiefs. Yeah, not nah, a Chief. That's Pat Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was about to say, niggas is coming for blood. I kind of want to do a Super Bowl party, bro. I don't know. I don't know what what you feeling, we but got, we we got time. We got time. We set it up. We could do. It. We could do. It. Yeah, I'm, we, I'm we gotta it. see what's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, gotta see what's I up. definitely yeah. want to get some wings. Right. Well, I'm you not gonna mean? get wings. I probably get some veggie shit. But yeah, yeah we you know we know, mean? nigga. We okay. know. All right, cool. But I'm trying to see some buffalo wings that day. All right, cool. I'll I'll at me. All right, cool. I'm trying to see some ass sets. <laughs> yeah, so we could bet on that the, at the Super Bowl game. Fanduel. Yeah, yeah. We could get on Fanduel. Yeah. Let's talk new music. Um, if he came out, did you hear that joint? If he came out, I was like, you know, I was reading the comments and I was like, yo, it's like, it, it doesn't matter at this point what Chris Brown puts out. If he is at two million views in the last six days, this nigga is he's not first. He's not going anywhere. So let's get that fucking straight. I know some people are like, oh, I'm tired of hearing his voice. And this is Chris fucking Brown. This nigga is, whether you want to claim him king of R&B or not, this nigga is going to be here. I give Chris Brown another fucking 30 years because he's, he's just getting started. Chris ain't going. Hey, pinky ring, we're about to be deep. Two-tone my Lambo, that's drippy. Better left the butt on that she tipsy. Can't trust these hoes because they're hippy. I know that your best friend gon' slide now. Party at my house, that's a vibe now. Pulling on these hoes like LeBron now. I'm about to run it up. I'm about to pull up in that 
Yo, this record is fire, bro. Record is all right. And the dance move, I was like, oh, this, this nigga Chris Brown. The whole Transformer feel for the video. The Transformer. I was like, I feel like something might be coming. And who knows? Because he's done this before. A, a transfer with a bumblebee. He's done this before in another video, so I'm just like, eh. if you're a Chris, if you're a real Chris Brown fan, you know what the fuck is up. You know this nigga going for some next level shit. I, uh, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it four out of five dot dad hats. Yeah, I'm gonna give it, I, I'm, I'm gonna give it four out of out of five bow ties, only because I feel like, uh, great record. We know that, but I feel like. With other like comeback Chris Brown records, this one did not punch the way others have in the past. Yeah, and we know he can do better. We know we that know he can do better. We, he's just throwing, he's throwing it. It's this shit felt like a freestyle to me. Yeah, like like I know it's a single, right? Um, but I know that he could come a little bit harder. Yeah, that's not to say that this ain't no no no. This shit is clearly this is gonna kill radio we all know this any anything he does kills sidebar i didn't know that chris brown did a record with mario the other day too yes and that song is fire that song is i'm surprised i don't hear that shit on i'm like what i'm like this shit is hard like what the fuck like yo shout out to the boy mario because he's cooking Mario's outside working lately. Mar- mario's been outside for sure mario was doing uh, tributes for christmas and i was like oh he's he, he's trying to fuck him and tank got some shit coming down the pipeline too we're gonna talk about that later tank got some shit going on i just seen i was like oh he he's really trying to take r&b back like for real shout out to the boy mario man he's out here working um oh here we go should make you want to learn how to sing this like a drink just give me a drink vibe we met somewhere in a dream hey. toasting turning From these brothers, goddamn <laughs> hard record. Make a nigga hard with your nigga beside. Wait, me. what? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what? You know when you're listening to new music and you just get hard with no, your beside not, you? No, not absolutely like, not. I don't know. Together. I don't know. Like, no, niggas is not doing. <laughs> bro, <laughs> the fuck is up with this nigga, man? <laughs> Yo, you gotta get help. <laughs> you gotta. Get- Gotta get help. <laughs> I'll be trying. Another nigga that dropped. Oh, man. Here's another one that dropped. You've heard this song too. I already know who this is. Yeah. Oh, shit. This guy. He don't miss. Don't miss. He don't miss. Take my 
He dropped the whole project. I don't know if you listened to it. I definitely did not. I only I didn't even hear this song, but I knew it was him. I, I heard another record from him because, yo, I literally feel like I hear Weekend everywhere I hear him. I'm like, yo, that nigga is everywhere. Like, he's everywhere. He's like Drake. He's everywhere. Um, I give Weekend's project, oh, man, I'm going to say a three out of five. Damn, what happened? Fuck. Um, is he falling off? Nah, I actually really enjoy it. It's just that I think that the sound, he's done this sound already. Okay. So, um, I actually want to see Weekend get back to the gritty old school Weekend that we're used to with his new flavor and vibe, like the, with his, his new ability to have his music so crystal clean okay. and, and mixed and mastered, but that old house of balloons, Fucking Wicked Games Weekend. We haven't heard Wicked Games Weekend in quite some time. And Wicked Games Weekend is nothing to fuck with. So if he could harness that magic again, I would love to hear that. You know what I mean? But that's just me. Um, The project itself is great. I like it. Um, I think it's honestly the best project of 2022 so far. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, still, we still got a hell of fucking time, yeah. Yeah, so far it's been a little weak. Um... Another person that dropped was Gunna. I was just about to say, I've been hearing a lot about this Gunna project. I've only heard two records. I've been hearing a lot about Gunna. Let's see, let's see what Gunna's working with. Because, you know, everybody been talking about this right here. Academic on dick, though. You got to calm down. Academic. No, he be yeah. on dicks. Hey, turn me up. He be, he be pushing dicks. Turn me up, P. Uh-huh. Pointers in the paddock in my piece, I'm pushing pee Cop new helmets for my pee, we don't want no peace Got a spot across the spot, just for peace Drop the data, now we plotting, excited peace She not a lesbian for peace, she turned pisbian Push pee, I'm pushing pee Okay, alright, pushing pee I hear it's a decent project, I haven't gotten around to it yet Okay Um then to round out this conversation, we have Lick. Oh, my God. This record is so trash. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Shansia, you let, you let down the Jamaican uh, community. We were talking about that shit at work, me and my coworker. She was like, yo, the ting tra. I was like, yeah, let's not even talk about it. Let's just leave it alone. I love Shansia. A lot of us do. I didn't even know she was 25. Wow. If you remember, audience, no. before we left, all we kept talking about is Shansia on Donda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and she, how she, she bodied Donda. She fucked up both them records. Yeah, 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 she did. Killed both of them. She could really spit. And then we had this. Yeah. And if a man Okay, old school. Murder on the beach, so it's not nice. You always hear that and get excited. Yeah. Put up me pum pum. Make it tango. Uh-huh. Click, click, click. I don't want no man way. Want me a mo? Make that tango. Murder. Put my cash in here. Put your back in it. Put your back in it. Put your back in it. Just a little more. Put your back in it. Put your back in it. Put your back in it. Just a little more. Pick you well fast, but not too much. Big swig like from a sip pickup. Love big dick, but that not enough. Me want me boom boom suck suck suck. I'm a queen. All right. No. No. All right. I'm going to go into detail about why I don't like this record. I don't, okay. I don't know if you got anything else to it. It wasn't creative enough. And 
I noticed that this is something that Megan the Stallion does a lot. The only time, well, two times. There's only really two times that she was really, really successful with doing something like this. Savage Remix with Beyonce. It's probably one of Megan's biggest records. If not her biggest record. Right, definitely. And WAP, which was probably one of the bigger records that year. Well, even though, you know, we, 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 we all said what we said about WAP when we were talking about it. Megan tries to do these super big um, sexual records about the same shit. But I think the jig is up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the jig is up. Like, this just shows, damn. That's my first, that's my first criticism. Yes, all you do, Megan, fuck, man. You going back to where we don't want you to go no more. Go back to the bars. That's where you was going. We was like, yes. Before this gets turned into a conversation of, well, men are hypersexualized to, and you know what I mean? Like you coming at the women for talking about the same thing that men. That's not this. Nope. That's not what's happening here. Nope. But I but, definitely want to, I enjoy eating pussy. Come on now. Shansia is speaking my language. That's a fact. I think the real issue that I'm having with this is just the lack of, like you said, creativity from Megan Definitely from on Megan. this on yeah. this aspect. This shit looks exactly like WAP. Facts. It's the same video. It's the same video. It's the same type of sexual connotation, you know. Colors. Two, yeah, two bad chicks, you know, greased up, fat asses, licking on each other, playing with each other. Playing with each other. You got Shansia in half the video with her legs cocked open and a lollipop in the uh, middle. That shit looks weird, that bro. Shit, that shit did look weird. I'm not going to lie. I was like, eh. like, it was hard to watch. Like, this look a little like. And Shansia is a bad chick, so she's Everybody. not hard to watch. But I was having a hard time watching that that little scene right. with her legs open and the mouth in between and the lollipop. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck are y'all niggas doing? It would have been better if it was something else there. Not that, though. She, that just don't that that compromising pose just looked. It didn't look. It wasn't giving what these niggas thought it was giving. Right. Like that's that that's my thing. And then on top of that, it's like, yo, both of these artists are way too creative for this bullshit. Very and talented. Creative. They're way too talented. Megan has done way creative records than this, and has shown us her ability to not only spit but. Be just very like, oh, wow, like you put those balls together. Wow, I didn't even know that those things could go like that. Okay, thank you. And then Shansia, for this to be her, her breakout to the American audience. Yep, is not, is not hitting. Bless is better than this shit. Yeah. And I mean, Bless is fire. So, right. But Bless would be a better like coming out party and then take Tiger off and put somebody else on it yeah. than this. It's like, like you said, they just, it seems very lazy and I don't put it on the artist. I put it on the label. I feel like the label had every bit of hand and fingers in this this first single. And I don't know if Shansia and I I mean I don't know if Megan even had a bit of a say. But it feels like yo, when you whenever Megan gonna go on something, it gotta be ass and titties out. Yep. This was this record was just as overhyped as Twerkalator. Cause I feel the same way about Twerkalator. And Girls love Twerkalator. D-Flo did make a, a good point. He said when that goes off in the club, it rings. I've seen it ring in the club. It definitely rings. But I'm like, if you're in the car listening to that, I mean, who's... No, it's, it's it's not the same. 
But see, my problem with Twerkulator was niggas is still not in clubs. To this day. To this day, nope. Niggas ain't really in clubs like that. That's so it just didn't private make sense parties, to drop it. Which is not a club. It's just a private party. Yeah, like. So I get it. It does ring off with a bunch of people, uh, you know, women who want to shake their ass. Right. And that's cool. The song is still not a good song. Nah, it's very trash. Same thing with this lick shit. Lick can't even be played. It's not even the tempo for a club. So I don't even know where this shit is supposed to be played. I just think that it, it was meant to be one of those records like WAP where it's super sexualized. So it's going to get a conversation started. Right. But the thing is with WAP, people were defending WAP. People were defending that shit. Like Me included crazy. in yeah. terms of like, yo, it's still a fire record. Like, but this, a lot of people are like, yo, y'all did her dirty. The shit that made WAP overly, like over the top is Cardi B's lyrics. Cardi B's lyrics was, she was saying some real, I mean, she was saying her real life. She was saying her feelings. And then the way that those women were dressed in that video was like, God fucking, you might as well just be butt ass naked. That's what made us talk about it more. And then. And we hadn't seen something like that in a while. No, we hadn't. No. That, so it, that, that video was very creative. Very yeah. Creative, yeah. So for the time in the middle of a pandemic, everybody yes. home yep. and, and nobody is really in contact. And then you see these two together. And they shaking ass and right. they do. And they it first was, record too at that. Yeah. It was like, oh shit. And then we knew that's what Meg was on. Now it's like, time. this ain't even what Meg is on. This is just what comes with Meg. Right, 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 right. If Meg is on the, on, like, it's almost like if Meg is on the track now, it's like, I don't even want to hear that shit. It's just going to be about pussy, dick, uh, and if it's with another female, it's going to be a bunch of just colors and ass. And I wonder why Party broke up with her. God damn, he tired too. Well, the, those breakup rumors are a lie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> According to Party, uh, they are going strong. Okay, ain't no issues. All right. Um, now I, I want to see some photos then uh, of them saying that no issues. Go back on a boat. Go book a yacht for the weekend party. Now a lot of us, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Meg like cleaned off her Instagram of all yeah, pictures of a party and her. And didn't make a mention of him for his birthday. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they anniversary or some shit also passed. And, uh -huh, nothing. And it was nothing. So fans. Usually we get things from them right, on Instagram. Right. So fans speculated that they broke up. Um, Party recently came out and put a message that said, I let the shit rock because I just wanted to see what stories y'all would come up with. But now y'all getting disrespectful because there's a, a story circulating saying that Meg is a mean drunk. And that because of that, um, that's why Party broke up with her because she likes to put hands on people when she's drunk. And he was like, that made me come out and say that we're good, um, but you're not going to run my girl's name through the mud. She's not an abuser. So um, there's a lot around this, well, I think. Party, I'm going to just be honest, shit. Me and the other fabbers and him, but I was wondering if you could do something beautiful or something that the kids is doing. <laughs> Love to see when you, first of all, I, I could kind of agree. Even if you feel like that story was bullshit, I, I could kind of see Megan having a, a great fun ass night, you know, real hot girl shit. And you and her, you know, getting real spicy and she fuck around and spill a drink on you. And you be like, damn, babe, chill out. And then she'd be like, nah, nigga, hold that. And then she... Might you know go for the fucking elbow on you one time? It might not be because she's a uh, mean drunk. It just might mean yo maybe sometimes she don't know how to handle her liquor. I could kind of believe that story. Megan's a big girl and she let show fuck niggas up in the club. 
That's just me. She'll she loves your fucking nigga up. I mean, you could if one wanted to believe that story, you could bring it back to there is a charge against Megan. I don't know if it ever went through successfully or not. Um, when she was younger, I forgot all about that shit. Uh, she did have a boyfriend that I think accused her of being abusive, or the police I think stopped the. There was a domestic dispute between the two of them, and the police stopped she it. She got a chin rocking with the nigga. I think she did knock his ass out, but Damn. um, I do agree with party in the sense of like that was a good time to come out and maybe clarify things in terms yeah. of like, yo, you're not gonna do that to my girl. Like, we're not gonna do that. And then I just gotta keep it a stack. You only gonna get this type of info here that has a bow ties. But if she's quote unquote a mean drunk. And he breaks up with her because of that. This case that looks like it's coming to a conclusion rather soon starts to have new components to it because a lot of what's been circulating and speculated is that she did something physically um, in the midst of all of the things. Maybe not to Tori, and, and obviously yeah. that would not justify, yeah, it wouldn't justify none any of, of that, but there is speculation that some physical aspect happened during that night and that might add complications to the case i don't know but party whatever it is nigga you smart whether we gonna believe you or not because you really trying to protect her and you did a good job by saying what you said because like the good brother just said there's a lot of shit that's starting to come out the woodworks and it's only a matter of time before we really, you know, start to see all the pieces of the puzzle together and we start to form our own conclusions. Because whatever the court says, people still going to have a different opinion on the street. But that shit going to stick on social media. That shit going to be there forever. Unfortunately. It's gonna be right you there. know what else looks like it's about to be here forever? What's the metaverse. <laughs> Listen, we called it. Oh, yeah, that was another clip we put up that had people definitely in a frenzy. Well, now... There, there was a clip circulating or, or a, a meme rather that says that people are spending up to $300,000 for property in the metaverse. Yeah. People who don't even have $300,000 properties in real life. Mental illness. We talked about it. <laughs> we talked about it. We said, you know, we're going to just reiterate it. People are going to spend more time in the metaverse than they do in real life. It might get to a point where you might confuse the metaverse with real life to the point where the metaverse is real life to the point where real life just ain't real life without being in the metaverse. Get ready, y'all. We, we, we are in for the new wave of how we operate in this society. The Brooklyn Nets have uh, been tampering with technology where for the metaverse called the netiverse shout out to the netiverse and essentially what's happening in that is you can watch the game but in like this groundbreaking 3d-ish technology where it's like almost like 2k but real life at the same time it's 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 interesting yeah, i was talking to my uh because you about to only hear this shit for because i'm pretty sure they're working on it but you about to get the exclusives Talking to my manager about this shit yesterday, he was like, yo, think about it. We already know they're probably working on footage because ESPN got camera angles every fucking where. Um, no, I think he said ESPN Plus. But think about it now. Think about the floor seats. Oh, that's happening already. 
they are literally going to be like, you know what? We're going to be able to fucking uh, charge the same fucking seat, but virtually way differently than how we could do it in real life. They're not charging right now, but you could get floor seats to, to any game in the metaverse. Right. You can watch it as if for now. You right there. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm sure. Because it's going to change. Somebody's going to monetize oh, yeah, and be like, yeah. yo, if you want to watch it in Super 3D, like it's 250 a month. You know what I mean? You know that's coming. Yeah. But right now, as the metaverse is being built, built right, yeah, as virtual out. reality is still in this weird space, it's free. You could go and you could watch any game right now, like if you're right there on the field. Which is kind of wild. It really is because... I almost would prefer to watch something like the Super Bowl with some VR glasses on than watch right. it with a TV. Right, because imagine now you do that. Niggas no longer have to physically leave to get that full life, real, real life experience. And then if you have your TV set up in a certain way, you got the surround sound, you feel like you're outside with them. That's the goal. Get these niggas to not leave the house. Not leave the house. And we make more money with them not leaving the house. Because then we got more people staying home. So they're finally going to be able to capitalize off of people staying home, actually watching the games and the people that's actually at the game. Because now the people that's actually at the game are going to pay more to be there in real life. Don't you get it, guys? You're going to pay less to stay home, but you're going to pay more to get the real thing. Because the real thing is going to almost, the real thing is almost going to feel like a, it's going to almost feel like an NFT. <laughs> it's it's a real interesting space that we are in. My God. I don't know which way the you know the coin will flip, but it's looking like meta stuff, <laughs> virtual, <laughs> crypto. That's probably good. that's probably a word, meta stuff. Meta well, we coined it, we minted it here on Dad right. Has Some Bow Ties. Right. Um but all of that, it, it looks like we're gonna have a nice I don't know if it's here to stay or last. Yeah. But we're at least gonna have five to ten years of this being built for sure the reason why i say i don't know is because things like nfts could very well be a fad it could yeah it could be here for a few years and it's out of here that's true cryptocurrency still is in this weird space where it's either going to take over some countries is afraid india i heard is very very skeptical uh india just banned um one of one of these popular cryptocurrencies because they was like it has the potential to bankrupt the country 100%. I was like, fuck. If niggas is not putting into the quote-unquote real economy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you're putting it into a virtual economy. Right. It's over. Money. Uh, uh, what money? Certain certain countries can't sustain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> money. What money? What money? We don't use money. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> On the books, I'm broke. Right. <laughs> In the metaverse, I'm a millionaire, though. You fucking playing you with me. imagine if you actually get locked up in real life? But in the but in the metaverse, you've built up such a such a status symbol. It's like uh, we have to actually allow him to be who he is, locked up in the metaverse. It's gonna get Are crazy. You really locked up. We're gonna have new laws on the book. If you yeah. if you kill somebody in real life, can you still participate in, in the, the metaverse? metaverse? I don't even know. I don't even know why we here right now with it. <laughs> but we here, y'all. Fuck. I, I don't want to think like this. But we here now. Because it's some shit to really think about. Honestly speaking, there's going to be some hard conversations down the road. Niggas going to have a whole different summer. Niggas going to be on a run in the summer, but in real life, chilling in the motherfucking metaverse. Chilling. Interesting times. So, bro, I seen this um, super interesting meme the other day. Okay. And it was talking about falling in love. 
Oh, that motherfucking concept. <laughs> so <sighs> it said people fall in love three times in their lifetime. Mm. The first is your first love. You know what I mean? That, that first time that you actually feel like you've been in love, mm-hmm. probably were young. Right. Might have been still in high school, might have been in college. Mm, young and innocent then. And that first real relationship. Right. They say your second love is the one that hurts you. Oh, I remember that. And then they say the third love comes at you blindly. You don't expect it to to come. And then that is the person like like you you just love them, but you just never expected to to love that particular person. Now twenty nineteen heartbreak. Before, I, someone had asked me a good question before we even get into this. Yeah. Someone asked me a good question and said, are they saying that you only fall in love with three different people? And I don't think that that's what's being said. I don't think that's what they're uh, saying. No. I think there's three archetypes of, of the people yes. that you end up falling for. Yes. Now, with me saying that, you say what? I say this. Um, I feel like when they were saying the second one hurts you is because it's not that the first one, if you, you know, if you learn better, you'll do better. It's the second one is, I think you kind of get like, you get more of a, of a real grasp of what it is that you're feeling. But I feel like that first time you might not know what you're really feeling. You might know that it's something that you've never felt before, mm. but you'll also be like, uh, this is something that I've actually never really experienced. So I don't fully really know what this is. But that second time when you feel like you got that like nostalgia, shit, it's like, wait a minute, I felt this before, but I feel like it's stronger. So when you actually receive it the second time around and you actually buy into the concept that you actually love this person when it hurts that's when you actually realize this shit is actually real. Mm. Like it's actually not something that I can um, fight. It's, it's not something that I can um, just be like, all right, cool. Um, my heart is broken. And then the next day I could just move on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if you try, or even if you're not thinking about moving on, you're going to feel like a party was no longer there. And I feel like a lot of us have dealt with that. Like you literally feel like somebody, uh, took something from you that wasn't in you when you were born, but as you developed and, you know, started to learn about yourself and feelings, when it's actually taken from you, you feel robbed. You feel like somebody violated you and you feel hurt. And I don't think it's necessarily because the person necessarily hurt you. It's because of how hurt you feel that that person is no longer with mm. you. You know what I mean? And then... Ah, that fucking third one, boy. That one, you know what I mean? You probably just... Third one is interesting. Third one is interesting, too, because it's like you are with this person. You guys are probably doing mad shit together, and you guys are just day-to-day figuring each other out. And then, you know, I just at some point, it just naturally happens. You one, one day, you just randomly wake up, and, you know, you look at that person, and they look at you, and something happens in the midst of the day, and you're like... I love you. And then as the day grows and as the weeks go by, you love them more and more. And then one day on a nice, hot, fucking sunny day, you know, kids outside playing sprinkler going the fucking clown making fucking swords, you know. 
one person says, yo, I don't think I can go on anymore. And you're like, wait, huh? Wait, what? Well, I, I thought you was going to say one person says, I'm going to suck your dick. Nah, because, you know, they didn't do that. They oh. just, yeah, they just was like, yo, I, this, this is not for me anymore. And at that moment, you feel like time literally stops. Mm. Feel like your heart is on that fucking machine and you indirectly feel like, damn, I'm about to start to like, I'm about to just start to see stars. I'm about to just fade to black. And it's probably at that moment that I think maybe one or three things happen. If you're caught off guard right then and there, you're probably going to want to ask a million and one questions. Two, if you do not ask a million and one questions, you're probably going to accept that this is how this person feels. And you may something, you may say something along the lines of, Hey, you know, um, Sorry, that's how you feel. I, I had no idea you thought this wasn't working, you know, and, and I'm not going to force you um, to stay. And then the the third part, which I pray a lot of us don't get to, but if you get there, then damn, I, I hope it ends well. You just start blacking out. You know, you just start either crying or yelling, and it's like, what the fuck do you mean? So what the fuck are you talking about? You mean like me and you, like we're like like we're done. Like you don't want to be like so. What the fuck? And then you start to really think in that moment, what the fuck didn't I do? One person starts to feel guilty. The other one is like, I shouldn't feel guilty. You actually had a chance to experience me. You upset that I'm leaving now? You you had you had me though. It gets crazy, man. I spoke to somebody the other day and I said to them, I think I experienced the first two. But I don't know about the third. And now that I'm thinking about it, I definitely experienced all three of these. And I can pinpoint each individual Me too. that is attached to this feeling and this love. Like, definitely my first real relationship in college, I'd say, was, would be the, the number, the, the, you know, number one, yeah. the first type. Right. And it definitely was that. It was... Fresh, it was new. Both of us were learning. We knew what love was conceptually, but this was the first time I think both of us were able to like put it in practice in terms of a relationship. Right. But being young, you don't always have the tools necessary to keep something like a relationship going long term. Yeah. You try to as much as possible, right. but you don't realize how hard relationships are, and you think that the moment that they get hard, that means that you're not supposed to be in a relationship. And I don't think that necessarily if probably we had a redo at that age with the knowledge that we have, I don't know if we would have broke up then or if we would have been able to sit each other down and be like, yo, we really need to right the ship. It's going the wrong way because I don't think if looking back now, we probably didn't break up under the circumstances of what maybe uh, the like, again, with the knowledge we have a long term relationship would break up over. But um, definitely felt that one. I would say for a while, there was a string of me dealing with people that I loved, but there's on that hurt me. Mm. But within that string, I can pinpoint two of them that I feel like really fit this scenario of you being in love with that individual and that individual just doing everything. To destroy your heart, son. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with... I said this one time, and I don't think I said it on the podcast, but I think especially if your first relationship feels like it went well, 
and you guys don't break up over nothing crazy like cheating or something wild, mm-hmm. you think you know what the architect architect of dating is and you think that you know what you're doing. So then the next time you get into a relationship, you kind of you you don't take into consideration all the red flags and signals because you think you know what you're doing. Oh, I had an amazing relationship just now. So the next person I pick can only be better than the last person I had. And so when you run into certain people and they start to hurt you, you like, nah, this can't be happening. I, I know how to pick them. I know how to pick these individuals. So there's no way I'm picking someone that's actually hurting me or doing things. Maybe this is just different. And I think that a lot of times when you meet this person that ends up hurting you, it's because they flip your world upside down. Legit. They do something that you weren't used to or you weren't expecting. And you were like, oh, shit, this is what love is. Mm-hmm. Loving somebody even though they're hurting you. <sighs> Loving someone through the pain that they're putting you through and you learn that aspect of love. And that's a different that's a different beast. That's not like your first love. Nah. Your first love is you learning how to love, really yeah. and truly. You figuring out, oh, this is what love is. Oh, this is cool. That second love is, yo, this person is putting me through the ringer. Like, I've never experienced no shit like this. And it's learning the balance between I can love through this pain and we can get it back. And it's worth loving through this pain. And, no, I need to cut this off. I need to let this shit go. Because this is going to bring out a bad side of me. And this is, ultimately, it could destroy me. And then you get to that third that third love is kind of when you're in that space. Sometimes you're you're just removed or you've just seen the light from the darkness of that last relationship or that that love that hurt. And you just you bump into somebody and you're not expecting nothing. You just like you said, you might be chilling. Right. You might be cool in it. That's what the fuck niggas be doing. You, you spending time with this individual. Yeah, you know. And next thing you know, y'all, y'all love each other. On a level that maybe even supersedes the first two. Yo, talk preach, man. Because it's like, yo, this person has just become a a regular part. And I didn't even expect this type of love. I didn't even expect this this relationship to blossom. Young nigga, preach, preach, (laughs) preach, preach. So I don't know, man. I think it's a very interesting conversation to have. Maybe mm. we delve more into like the specifics on Patreon. Facts. You gotta pay for that shit. Yeah, but no but more crying on this podcast. I would love to know what other people think. Uh, hit us up in the DM. That's it. I'm sure this is gonna be a clip. So it's you know what I mean, a clip. Hey. that's why I'm sitting like this motherfucker. Uh, what's this nigga <laughs> name? Always putting feathers in his hair. <laughs> Kevin Gates. Kevin my Gates. Nigga. I'm like this. I'm just trying to contain how I feel. Well, a, a nigga who didn't contain himself was Boosie. This nigga was on shrooms grinding Yo! in the air. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yo, you can't say you for the kids and you keep doing goofy Boosie shit. Boosie is a wild dude. I'm just convinced that he's he's a lunatic. He actually does need help. But more importantly, he just be doing shit now. Like, damn, nigga. Son, and I'm... Bad. He just... Yo, I mean, I don't know if this is part of the allure of the boosy little Nas X shit, man. but he was looking a little zesty doing little that zesty. shit, bro. And listen, I ain't no disrespect. I know you got the guns. I know you got all of that. But again, you can't keep coming at little Nas X with the with the shit that you've been saying and doing. No. And then you on 
Instagram humping the air humping on shrooms. The air on shrooms. You was outside. Kids in the car. It looked like it was negative fifteen degrees. He had no shirt on and he had boots and I literally he was in his boxes running around. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Where, where they at, actually? Because they don't look like they're in a safe place for him to be doing it. Hey, <laughs> hey, Boosie, stay off them shrooms because they bringing the little Nas X out of you. Yo, young nigga, preach, 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 preach. Stay off them shrooms, brother. That's a clip right there. <laughs> Definitely going to tag him in it, too. We're tagging him and little Nas X. What I do want to um talk about, though, is this Lauren Smith case i don't know if you heard about that lauren smith so lauren smith is a well she i think was like an instagram or or social media rather influencer yes okay and she met somebody on bumble yes okay i never knew that was her name okay yeah so she met somebody on bumble Mm -mm. um and they met up the story from the individual that she met, the dude that she met, white guy, um, is that they were hanging out, drinking wine. Um, Had photos on a yacht, right? I don't, I don't know. They were supposed to be watching movies or some shit like that. Yeah. And in the midst of them watching movies, she got sick and went to the bathroom, threw up, and then came back, and they continued the night because she was fine. And then they go lay down. And go to sleep, and when he wakes up, she's bleeding from her nose, and she she's dead. Now the family, so he didn't physically cho- none of that. He claims he just they both went to sleep, fell All asleep. Right. He wakes up at three a.m. in the middle of the night, and she has blood coming from her nose, and she's dead. Wow. Now the family says that they when they went to the house. They found sheets with blood all over it. So more blood than what would have come from a blood, uh, a nosebleed. Right. They found um, blood in different, on different things. They had blood leaking over the side of the bed. And so the issue that's happening is the dude that she met was never questioned. Yes. Correct. Correct. So they never really asked him anything. Yeah. Anything beyond what he told them, which was, yo, you know what I mean? We were chilling, uh, and I woke up and she was dead. But with blood all over the place, none of that really makes sense. So I'm not saying one way or the other because, obviously, we don't want to make someone seem like they're guilty and they're not. But it seems very suspicious, and it's really interesting that nobody asked. You know... As I was reading what everybody else was talking, one of the things I did see pop up in a lot of the comments on like ver- various of the um, uh, black uh, media platforms like, you know, Neighborhood Talk, uh, Baller Alert, uh, you know, Shade Room, Shade Room Investigates. A lot of people were saying, oh, that's why I don't trust these dating sites. That's why I don't be fucking. Honestly, we done turned every fucking thing into a dating site, if I'm being honest. We done turned every fucking social media platform because we started, we started to... Um, incorrectly use them mm. and then we started to transform them into places where we literally vent um, say things about certain issues a lot of us quote unquote either found out a voice or created a voice or simply just became a voice or thought we needed to become a voice for certain issues and here the fuck we are and it's unfortunate that now Bumble's probably gonna get sued or there's probably gonna be some lawsuit that happens after this 
And Bumble's probably not even the cause. And then um, this young lady's family's life is going to be changed forever. They're definitely not going to let it go. They're, they're definitely, and I encourage them not to let it go. And then more importantly, it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, investigation unfolds because if they find out that there's some foul play going on, think about how this is going to affect these dating sites on uh, on on multiple levels because we already have um dating sites now where i feel like it's um i don't know if it's tinder or it's one of these sites where no it's only fans which so i was on only fans um and only fans has like a three four step verification process mm. and to the point where one of the last steps is they fucking run your social that's the one of the only sites that I've been on like that where, and I didn't use, um, and I wasn't trying to use OnlyFans to pick up women. I was just on there literally following one person and just giving her all my fucking money. I had to get off that shit last year, but I was giving her all my fucking money. I had hopes one day. I was like, yeah, one day I'm definitely going to fuck, but it's not going to happen. I just had to had to cut the dream short. But uh, Sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's worth it. Long live OnlyFans. I hope she's doing well. Um, I, I still miss the ass looking at it from the computer. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, they had a they had a verification step where you had to put in your social security, and it might need to get to that. Um, and but then again, actually, if it gotta take your social security to get on one of these sites, you probably shouldn't be on that site, man. Yo, we need that dude that was doing the fucking uh the uh Dateline stuffs to come back because Chris Hansen. Yeah, yo, yeah, Chris, we need you, Chris, Chris. We need you, because this shit is out of hand, bro. R.I.P. to this young lady. She was hella beautiful. I'm pretty sure she had a lot of things going for her outside of social media. Um, she just happened to be a beautiful woman who just, you know, posted herself on social media. Probably caught the eye of somebody who she probably felt like she was interested in. He felt like he was interested in her. And it's just unfortunate that every time we hear these stories, man, and these families don't get the information that they need up front. A lot of us start to really think, yo, there's some foul play involved. And, yo, nigga, we, we need answers. We, we need answers. R.I.P. to her. Goddamn. Super tragic. Been a lot of death lately. I mean, it's, it has been a lot of people. Betty White. A lot White, of women. Um, Regina King's son. Whoa. R.I.P. Shocker. Ian. R.I.P. Ian. Goddamn. Uh, Louis Anderson. Yo. Legend. Wow. Um, uh, Mr. Portier passed. Yeah, Sydney Port R.I.P. to the to the goat. To it's the, it's, yeah. it's been a lot. I mean, I too, can't too even much death. Yeah, I can't even names. name them all. I don't even I can't even remember everybody that passed in the, in the interim of us uh, not being here. So, um, yeah, R.I.P. to everybody. Um, Lauren, R.I.P. I hope there's some answers. I hope we figure this out. And I wanted to make sure that we highlighted this because. You know, sometimes mainstream media, they'll highlight the... Uh, yeah, because I don't think this is on mainstream media. Nah, yeah. This is only on social media. They'll highlight when, you know what I mean, someone of a lighter hue goes missing. But right. this story is is pretty big in itself. And I haven't seen not one post about it. Not a post, but I haven't seen not one uh, segment on yeah, any yeah, news yeah. I haven't either, yeah. channels. And, yeah. you know what I mean, it's, it's super tragic. Yeah, and this is why it's important, you know, when these stories happen, you know, and again, I don't say this a lot, but I think it's time that we we, we got to start saying this because we about to get into the fuck shit with some of these niggas. 
fucking up the podcast game for real. Y'all niggas, some of y'all gotta go. It's important as podcasters, we are virtual digital content creators. We are virtual digital journalists. Whether you want to accept that or not, that we we're delivering the news. And when delivering the news, I've learned a lot from my good brother on my right, your left, that it's important to have the inform it's it's more important to have the most up-to-date and accurate information than just having the information. Mm. Because with this information, you are now helping narrate a story that if you don't narrate it properly, talk to him. It's just a story that you in some way, shape, or form fucked up. You left an important vital role out of and now when other people hear it, if sources get back to us in some way, shape, or form that we fucked it up, hence why there's been other episodes where we either have to delete, clean up, or just apologize for not getting it right the first time, you're fucking up people's lives. You are um, endangering the, um, the, 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 the special gift that you present and have when you're on these platforms. You're making it bad for all of us doing podcasts Worldwide, doesn't matter what type of content creation you're putting on those podcasts. You're making it look bad because we are giving information. And just like Uncle Ben said, with great power comes great responsibility. Once we start talking on these mics and these cameras is on, yo, that's it. That's it. That's it. Even if you delete it, that shit is somewhere on a dark web. So we got to be careful, man, because we can either kill and or we can build with what we're doing. And so far, we've been fucking up the game, man. Me, me and X done took a little break, and a lot of y'all young bucks fucking up, man. Like bad, like and real. That's why I hate when yo, I hate niggas bad. getting platforms. So not everybody needs a platform. Nope. And X been saying this for years. Not everybody. Not everybody who wants to have an opinion and say it in a snarky, sarcastic way needs to get a podcast. Like, I know that was the wave. I know that still is the wave. Everybody thinks they say interesting things and has amazing conversations. And you got that one friend that's going to be like, oh, man, you need a podcast. You don't. You don't. (laughs) (laughs) What you need is a diary. (laughs) Fuck is you talking about? Okay. You don't need a podcast. Not everybody needs a mic in their face. Not everybody needs a camera pointing at them. All right, leave that to the professionals. Right, leave that to the porn stars and us. All right, leave that to us, nigga. So let's talk about these niggas, fresh and fit. I've been seeing these niggas. We're here now. We're here. Yeah, I've been seeing. Now, originally, I I was going to leave these niggas alone. Then I was going to make a post individually. But then I was like, no, me and my good brother got to really talk about it. Because these niggas is a duo. Yeah. But we a better duo. And I'm not going to go on the bandwagon of like you know all these niggas uh trash da, 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 da. i'm saying these niggas are trash because these niggas is trash yeah it's, it's not because it's the popular thing to say the reason why i say that is because of their continuous yeah I had a few episodes they're just fucking up mistreatment of women yeah women in general because they've all they've had all different type of women on their podcast now me and the good brother joke all the time me and the good brother have strong opinions about dating all the fucking time me and the good brother talk about what women in our generation possibly could do differently or what we may deem to be better in terms of the dating space. Correct. But you will never hear me and this good brother sit here and disrespect women. Right. Blatantly 
like there's some passion to be gained behind it. <laughs> like we about to win a fucking medal like these niggas because I don't know what's happening. Now, I know they thought they were baby uh, Kevin Samuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they thought they were saying something hot. Right. They probably thought they was Charlemagne the God in 2012. Right. I know that the, the niggas can have a preference. Yeah, it's okay. But calling women darkies and night riders is not a preference. Night night rider is crazy. Night we don't do the night riders. That's wild. And he said it and and stood by it like, oh well, it's a joke. I'm I'm being extra. No nigga, no. if you black and I I don't know what the fuck yeah, that nigga know, is. I don't, I don't know, know what, what he is. I don't know what his back. The other nigga definitely black. Yeah, he, he got an accent. All that. Right, right, right. He fresh off the boat. Right. And you just watch you just watch your mans just talk about your mother right. and whoever else in your family right. as a night rider in a darkie. Nothing was said. And he didn't even And you him. sat there and and, and looked right. real fresh and simple. Right, right. What fuck is he talking about? Like, so you 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 let your mans get that one off. We don't right. do the darkies and we don't do the night riders. Right. And you don't say nothing. Nothing. You don't check your mans. Right. Now, there have been episodes where we've checked each other. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Or we've gotten into arguments off of something we said. Yeah. I never, I would never say if I had a, if we had a guest, bro. Right. And the nigga was like, yeah, I don't do the darkies. Show, show, the show. Show done, son. Show's done. Yo, what? What are you talking about? The the darkies? What are you talking about? Women? Never. Oh, no, you got to go. Yeah, never. You got to go, bro. I, I don't understand it. What I will say is, like the good brother said, Unfortunately, we're in a space in podcasting where because it's become such a thing that people can get in, just jump into. It, it's so easy to get into the podcasting realm now. Very Everybody easy. can buy a mic. Yeah. Anybody can go get studio time. Yeah. It's the same thing that happened in 2012 to hip hop. Anybody could go to the studio if they had three hundred dollars in in their pocket, or not even two hundred dollars in their pocket. You go to the studio you and you a whole get project six hours, right? Clip. All right, cool. We got a mixtape coming out tomorrow. SoundCloud. Boom. Throw it on there. Done. Same thing is happening with the podcast. Space. Done. Everybody over the pandemic got their little uh fourteen hundred. Yeah, got their nice little home kit. Yep. Went and bought them a nice little hundred dollar mic. Mm-hmm. Got themselves a little interface. Mm-hmm. Started reading up on Anchor and all this other shit, right? Yep, and, and plugged them shits in. Uh-huh, I was like, all right, cool. All right. What is an interface? I still don't know what it is. I don't know what it do. I'm going to figure it but out. But I'm about to upload this episode. What's the best computer you guys recommended? We, we got a lot of those yeah. during the pandemic, too. Yeah. And so, again, if you're not going to use your platform responsibly, you, no one's saying you can't make jokes. No one's saying you can't live on the edge. We still live on the edge. Very much so. I'm on, Very much. I'm on the edge of this uh, thing that we... I don't even know <laughs> what this nigga about to say, but I I was scared. I didn't know he, he was going to land. But you can still do that without being blatantly disrespectful and saying shit that is just unacceptable. It's not even that it's wild. It's not even that it's crazy. It's just unacceptable to be talking about black women like that for any reason right whether you upset or you got into a back and forth with somebody or you trying to make a, a misplaced joke it's trash and it's messing up the space it's mess, messing up the ecosystem we talk about the ecosystem being fucked up all the time right this is definitely one of those instances where y'all are fucking it up right you were saying bro yeah i think at the end of the day 
everybody feels like based on what they see on social media, we've talked about this thousands of times, you can't keep on going to social media and then saying, oh, that's what I want to do because that's what I see on social media. No, mm. you really got to figure out what the fuck you want to do, even if there's nothing else happening on social media. Because at the end of the day, we all are like smaller composites of what the fuck social media is. And at the end of the day, a lot of y'all getting lost in other people's podcasts and other people's music and, and fashion and, you know, even tech. You know, tech is becoming a super fucking big thing on social media. Techies now. about to be the superstars. Yeah, my God. Like a lot. And then techies and also people who are heavy, heavy, heavy into anime. That shit is taken off on multiple levels as well. So and 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 even the the people in the gamer industry. But more of the story is this: I was talking to a, a, a very great um, woman last night, and we were having a great conversation. And I was telling her some of the goals that I have, and I'm telling you guys right now. No, no, I'm not going to tell you the goals here. Maybe on a Patreon. But there are personal goals that I've always had because I felt like I wanted to add components to myself. And these goals have nothing to do with social media. These goals have everything to do with me as an individual, me as a brand, me as distinguished, me as Malek Mayor, me as Henry Gray. All of those things are going to help me um, in the areas of being a better um, content creator in terms of really, really, really um, stretching uh, my, 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 my thoughts and my ideas far enough to really become this uh, original a person as possible and how I disseminate the information that I'm trying to get out of my head. Cause I have a million fucking one ideas like a lot of us do, but at the same time trying to figure out what's going to work for the greater good of society, because I know my purpose and I sure, and I'm sure XAB can attest to this. Our purpose is bigger than this fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. It's so much big. And a lot of y'all think y'all purpose is stuck in doing that thing. And then you think, Oh, it's going to fulfill uh, fulfill me and I'm going to finally be able to be, but what are you really do? Who are you really impacting? Mm. What, what change are you speaking to and how is it affecting? And then what are you really getting out of it? A few followers at the end of the fucking day, a few uh, clips that go viral. Mm. Yeah. You think hurting people in the midst of um, uh, the comment section is making you feel like your dick is getting bigger. That shit is crazy to me because at the end of the day, you may look back and those same things that you did, uh, uh, done and said 10 years or 20 years down the road, it may come back and haunt your children. And guess what? You didn't fucked up their whole shit because mm. some shit that you did or some shit that you said. So you got to be careful about these things that you like because not everything you like, you're supposed to entertain. Women, women know that better than us niggas. Not everything you like, you're supposed to entertain. With that being said, I pray that when you guys hear this clip, you understand that this pod, this podcast shit, for some of y'all, is for the motherfucking birds. But for us, nigga, this shit for the goats. Stop fucking around, man. Stop playing Damn. with our shit. Damn. Stop playing with our shit, son. Damn, this nigga went off. Yeah, there's nothing to be fucked with over here. That has some bow ties. So there was a... There's a clip. I didn't get to listen to it. I don't know if you did yet. Um, There's a clip that says uh, women can't handle rejection. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I definitely uh, peeped that. I didn't get to watch it. Okay. Uh, So this is going to be my first reaction to this shit. Okay. Play this right now. Let's do it. But anyway, like I tried. You denied me. You were interested. You weren't even interested at least to get to know me. You know, you know, what type of person I was, like, you know, 
Like it's all good though. Like that's know, one like, of our more powerful blacks. <laughs> Niggas is just staring at each other at this point. My bad. Damn, he hit it with the my bad. Oh, bro. Give me a kiss. It's hilarious. No. Yeah. It gets worse. I don't kiss. Didn't she just say he rejected her? Mm-hmm. It's always, it's the nigga that fucked the IG model and ate her pussy for me. What? I'm, what? I'm, but I'm happy that you changed your religion. Let me tell you something. Wait, what? I see that you, you, you Worse than this, yeah. That's how we talked about this. No, I'm saying like you, you really don't need to talk just playing with me. Like you really don't need to talk just playing with me. I don't like that. Like I, don't, I really don't appreciate that. But I just told you. I uh, it don't matter what you just told uh, me. Uh, you just really don't need to talk playing with me. Like I don't appreciate that shit. But like for I'm real, like it ain't about what you talk. No, be quiet, be quiet, because uh, I just let you. I just let you talk. You didn't even let him talk. It ain't about that. Didn't say anything. Like, do you well, like no? Because you're smiling when you talk to me, I mean, and I'm not smiling while I'm talking to you. I'm not smiling right now. I just look like that. <laughs> Yo, when he said that shit, I was like, "This nigga ain't shit." Ain't what shit. I love about this, we didn't seen for a long time. Mm-hmm. We didn't heard for a long time. Yeah. And this is a good example of what we just spoke about because we we don't have to demean nobody nope. in this conversation, nope. but we gonna have this conversation. Yeah, we always see about the men who can't handle rejection and do the wild crazy shit. Now, granted, I ain't comparing it to because there's niggas out there that get rejected and do next and level and shit. do next level shit. Yeah. but I'm glad that we are starting to get away from this idea of like. Women are perfect yeah. angels and they don't do nothing to niggas and niggas is just out here doing crazy shit to women. There are women out here, some, not all, maybe not even a majority, but there are women out here doing some crazy things when they get rejected or when they feel like they feelings are getting played with. Like that FaceTime shit just popping up doing random FaceTimes. And if you answer the phone and she start going crazy, you know that if you was to say, yo, I'm not really fucking with this no more, she might say the wildest shit. Don't give a fuck who around. Your grandma could be right there praying in the kitchen. She wilding on you. Fuck you and your grandma, ho. She might burn your shit. She might come to the crib. There are niggas that live in fear that shorty is going to do some wild shit. And so they try to be on their not even best behavior. They just, they're scared. If... A lot of chicks knew where a lot of niggas lived. If a lot of chicks knew where a lot of niggas worked. Oh, forget about it. If a lot of chicks 
know where you park your car every fucking day. Bro, you will definitely be living in a world of fear, especially if you know you're not built like how you know she built. Because if she built like that, nigga, you ain't got no car. Nigga, your house getting ransacked by maybe four or five goon niggas that probably wanted to fuck that. Never fuck. Only one nigga fucked out. Only one nigga fucked, but he got the other three to come through. He got the other three to come through because she said she was going to pay niggas and maybe the main nigga might fuck or maybe he might not. And then on top of that, you got to live in fear with that, knowing that you was with that person. That's wild. Your dick was in her. Your dick was in her, bro. Bro, she swallowed your kids and said she'll never have your baby. Now, in this particular instance, this man. Not right now, I just look seen, like that. Oh, <laughs> nigga, want to interrupt me? I got almost. I got like a permanent like, smile. Oh, shut up! You got a permanent smile. <laughs> 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 that nigga, that nigga came back in the pocket. I got a permanent smile. <laughs> What's crazy though is like this nigga seems like he's just letting her yeah. know his preference. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, that's that. And she did stereotype women now. Now, women, let's keep it 100. She said, and I'm going to just paraphrase a little bit. She said, oh, it's the rapper that I want to fuck a nigga baby mama for me. And I'm like, damn. She took it there. So breaking news that my good brother just sent. Yeah, breaking news. Megan Good opens up about divorce from Devin Franklin. Not everything makes sense to me right now, but I do trust God. They've been saying that Megan has been going through a soft rebrand. Do you believe that's the case? Yeah, I think she's been going through a soft rebrand. Um, I think Harlem is is, is helping out with that, even though Harlem was, was shot before her and Mr. Franklin uh, decided to call it quits. Um, ac- according to his page, because I was following his page shortly after, he said that it was mutual on both sides. When it's mutual on both sides, it ain't mutual on both sides. So, yeah, <laughs> Sometimes. We know, yeah, we know Sometimes. somebody's line. And to me... I'm not saying he was the culprit, but I, I'm kind of leaning on the fact that, yo, maybe after a while, bro, and I'm gonna just keep it a hundred. Maybe the good guy is not always good for you. It's starting to feel like he was he he was like he was like the poster child of, I'm a devout Christian, and anything that I say, even if I'm not telling my wife, she's just gonna automatically do it. And she kind of, she kind of went with whatever the fuck he had going on. I, I, but I think that that's the piece where things get fucked up. And I think that's the same thing with Kim and Kanye. Correct. I think it's when you you're doing all the things that biblically and let's take the Bible out of it because I don't want people to get stuck on like faith as if that's what's being um, spoken about or and or like criticize because it's not faith. It's when you go by societal norms as well of the man is going to be the sole leader. The man is going to dictate how this relationship, this love and this family is going to go beyond what your personal beliefs are, beyond what your personal goals are. Things are supposed to work out. And unfortunately, I don't think it works like that. Like with Kanye and Kim, when Kanye went into his devote Christian lifestyle, I remember famously that clip of her saying, yo, you found your purpose and you found your path, but that's not for me right now. Let me find my path. Facts. Let me do it on my own. And if it's the same space, then we end up in the same space. That's actually, uh, 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 that's a great analogy because that's what, what the fuck was happening. 
And I think the same thing happened with Devin and, and Megan. I feel like Megan was like, yo, this is my path that I'm going on. And I've been following you within your path. But it's Miss Good if you're nasty. Yeah, I'm starting to lose myself. I really want to be that motherfucking bitch that I was a few years ago. I want to be her. I want to act. Because all this shit started act- happening when she started acting again. This is a motherfucking fact, bro. Like, am I bugging? Because it seemed like when she got back into Hollywood, heavy. Yeah. She hasn't been really seen that, that nah, often. Because she, I feel like, you know, and this is not to wish nothing on them. I hope it does not happen. Russell Wilson and Ciara, I hope, I hope, I hope y'all going strong. I hope I hope nobody's looking at y'all up. Who next to break up? Because uh look like the Christians is having trouble in heaven. I think they a little different because I think Ciara was able to live out whatever True. it is. Yeah, she 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 did a lot before she got with him. Fact, and, and by the, the, her music changed too. Right by the time she got to him, she kind of knew this is what I wanted. Now that doesn't mean anything. I could be totally wrong. It right. could be different, but I feel like in that capacity, it seems a little different. I feel like Kim was she married one Kanye, she got another Kanye, she tried to make it work with that Kanye. It ain't work out. And it feels like with this, naturally, we don't know what's cooking. No real details have come out regarding this um this couple. I don't think Megan wants the futures back again. She she's not trying to look for those niggas. Nah. I hope she don't go back to none of them. But I also feel like maybe she probably told herself, mm, I don't think I'm really this person. I was trying to be this person because I was with this person who is this person, but me, actually, Megan, if you're nasty, good. I'm actually not this person. I'm, I don't want to be prompted up as like this devout Christian. Even if I am Christian, maybe he helped me get back into the church like that and helped me get reconnected with uh, God and my faith. But do I want to be that per? No, I don't want to be that. I want to I want to get back to Megan. And I mean another another perspective that it seems like it seems like it might have been him pulling the trigger on, yo, this ain't working out, but not really giving a good explanation. He did not. He gave a poor explanation, and she was like, "All right, well, then I'm going to be the Megan Good that I want to be." Right, the Megan Good that you probably met me as, and as I'm with you, I saw what you were doing, and I'm like, if I'm gonna be with him. I got to literally be of him. I have to I have to be everything that the Bible says I have to be according to what the Bible says. Because this is what's going to make it work. Because this is what's going to make it work. And this is not. And, and, you know, if I lose a little bit of myself, fuck it. Right. I want to be with him. And I think that that's a mistake that some people make. Amen. <laughs> Couldn't say it better myself. Um, Grammys have been moved to April 3rd. Uh, nobody cares about the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that shit on the agenda. I was like, who give a... I don't give a fuck about... I really don't. I'm starting to get to that point now. I mean, this seemed like a real interesting Grammy year in terms of nominations. Correct. It would have... Yeah, yeah. Definitely interesting. But the one thing I will say, and this brings us into our political segment, so let me hit that button real quick, and then we can get the fuck up out of here. Um, Well, I've got some red meat for you. Yes, sir. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. No, sir. Must be nice, my boy. Big facts. 
What I will say is it seems like all the artists are canceling tours again. Adele. Oh, uh, you got the Fugees. Oh, wow. And now you got the Grammys moving. It's starting to feel a little 2020-ish again. Yeah, if the Grammys is moving to April, that means that shit not going to really pop off until April. That's a fact. I mean, we're going to be in this bitch for another three more months, yo. And then it might it might get moved again. Who knows? It might get crazy again because Fuck. they're saying Delta surgeon again, and they don't know what's going on with Omicron. It's, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I think we're all over COVID. The CDC then lost the public. CDC then lost everybody, bro. The public not fucking with the CDC anymore. So you, re- if you thought niggas was just doing whatever the fuck they wanted before, you really gonna see niggas doing oh, yeah. whatever the fuck they want. Twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two, literally gonna be be the year of nigga catch a twenty two, nigga you lose or you lose. That's what's gonna happen this year. <laughs> cause cause people are tired. Yeah, people tired. Y'all y'all thought there was pandemic fatigue before. Nah, this year you're gonna see it. They gonna be like mass mandate and niggas gonna be like suck my dick. Right. <laughs> no facts. No facts. That's where we are. That's where it is. So it's like you got it's getting to a point not to cut you. It's not just, It's just getting to a point where it's like mask on, mask off, mask on, vaccine, max off, <laughs> uh uh shot booster. Up, booster, <laughs> uh three mask on, another booster. I'm about to take five shots, one this shit. Is this even the fucking real vac? What where's the real vaccine? <laughs> Where the fuck is the vaccine at? Because this shit ain't it. I need the real vaccine, y'all. This face mask shit ain't fucking working. Why the fuck ain't booked my flight yet? <laughs> K- I been put my vacation shit in. K95. I thought that was a highway. What right. the fuck? I-95. <laughs> fucking W2. Yeah. I don't know what type of mask to get no That's more. That's where niggas is at, bro. <laughs> I don't know what type of mask One niggas at work like, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's that's where he's at right now. He don't know what's cooking. You got healthcare niggas not wanting to get the vaccine. Then you got healthcare niggas who got the vaccine, sick with COVID, but could come in and, Yo, that's, that shit and so deal confusing. with the people. They're like, wait, but I got COVID. You still want me to come to yes, come to work? Yeah. I got COVID. You'll, you'll deal with the other niggas that got COVID. What are we talking about? 10, 14 days, 10 days, five, five days. days. Five days. No days sure? if you ain't showing no symptoms. What are we talking about? This then, shit sound crazy. Then you have a shortage of the mobile testing vans in the city. We got more places given the vaccine than we have places that's actually checking to see if you got COVID. <laughs> but then if you got the vaccine and you got less places uh, making sure you don't got COVID, nigga, how the fuck am I going to know if I got COVID? Now, I will say this. The surge that recently happened was because all the niggas that were vaccinated, well, I'm not going to say all. What they're pinpointing part of that surge to be is mm. the niggas that got vaccinated early on. The, okay. the first batch early, of niggas okay, that early, got vaccinated, about right. 40% of Americans. Yeah, March and April, yeah. The vaccine for them wore off within that six months. So around December of this year, when everybody's been back outside. Right, right, right. You no longer had that same uh, protection. I could believe that. I'm not going to even call it immunity because it's hard to call it that. It's definitely hard to but call it that. But you do get a boosted protection from the vaccine. It doesn't right. necessarily 
mean you won't 100% not get it, but right. it does offer some buffer right. between you and the virus in terms of you getting it. Correct. And they said that a lot of people, their they're two shots, if they got the two shots or yeah. their Johnson & Johnson, was no longer really effective okay. this December. And that's why a lot of people were getting sick um, along with the fact that Omicron is very contagious. Yes. Cool. Understand getting the booster. But y'all also on TV talking about, well, the elderly could potentially be eligible for a fourth shot. What the fuck are we talking about, Nigga, bro? Y'all shoot fucking Grandma Lee in the arm again. I'm going to fuck shit up at the CDC. I'm going to go right to Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm going to fuck shit up. I'm outside with signs. Meanwhile, while we're fighting that pandemic, we got the other pandemic in Congress. We got, well, this nigga's a governor, so he's not in Congress. But we got Ron DeSantis approving a bill that shields white people from discomfort and guilt. The dumbest shit I ever heard. I don't even know what that is, bro. I I really don't know what that means. So does that mean when they hear some real shit about what they did to (laughs) oppressed people that now when they hear it, it could be like, nope. There's a law that says you can't talk. Don't to Don't talk to me about it. What are you? Ta- it's the tr- What are you talking about? And I, I asked myself. I said, if I was a white person in today's society, would I feel like society is trying to force me to feel guilty? The answer is no. That shit came out so fast. No, <laughs> he turned white two seconds when he said that. No, 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 no. How does the truth? Make you feel guilty. Sure, you didn't live at that time. Right, but your forefathers damn sure did. And you still benefiting from that time. Still benefiting. You actually about to benefit from a whole law now. What the, uh, another law to protect you again? I'm about to say a true thing. I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm about to say a true thing. Oh, oh, God. You still benefit from what happened in slavery and thereafter. Uh-huh. And you do just enough. To make it seem like you rectified something, but still benefit from the shit that happened. How the fuck y'all approve Juneteenth for us last year and not come up with this bullshit? You think niggas gonna let this shit slide? Hell fucking no. Meanwhile, <laughs> while DeSantis is doing this, you got uh, Mitch McConnell talking about the black voters vote just as much as the rest of America. Now, when he said that, I had to look at the clip three times. I was like, all right, maybe I didn't get it the first time. The second time, I was like, okay, I think I see. Then the third time, I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? So I guess the black delegate is not right. the rest, not no, a part of America. It's not a part of America. Because I thought the whole time when y'all were saying American. And I don't think it wasn't the other Americans. It was just black voters vote just as much as Americans. As Americans, right. So, so we separate. But. I thought all the vote, if everybody's voting, everybody's voting, and if it's categorized as the the American vote, nigga, we all American at the end of the day. And I get it. We might be nitpicking. Uh, this might be a little bit of a semantical argument. Yeah, yeah, might. But it also could be a Freudian slip of, of how you look at black folks. I think it was a Freudian slip, bro. I think it was too. And I don't think, I really, 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 really don't think he really realized what he said. He did. And then the clip ran back. He was like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> They knew what I meant. They knew what I meant, and I stand by what I meant. That's what's gonna happen. And it's like, no, sir. Right. No, we 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 still trying to figure it out, but we we figured it out. Right. What's the tough knot, Broski? I'm trying to figure out what's going on, but uh, yeah, uh, the tough knot is. Um, I think that uh, deep down inside, there's a lot of us that understand. 
the pain that goes with trying to go through the motions that we're going through right now. Because a lot of us are trying to figure out what's happening. Mm. And instead of trying to figure out what's happening, accept why you're still here. I mean, I think we potted the shit out of this This uh, surprise episode. What I'll say for what would dad say is, I don't think they're ready for this one. He said he about to say a real thing again. He about to say a truth thing. Angels can be devils too. You can think that because you do all of the quote unquote right things, especially in public, that it gives you a pass or maybe allows you to overlook the negative sides of you that need to be rectified, that need healing, and that need correction. You might be an angel on the surface, but there's a devil inside you. It's been another episode of Dad Had Some Bow Ties. Martin Luther King would have been on Dreamville. Talk to him, <laughs> niggas.